0: Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastors Henry and Ella Looney. Our pray is that you enjoy the word for today.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Reaching You with the Word. We're so glad you're joining us today and we're so glad that the Lord is with us. And when he's with us, we have all the assurance that we need And that just leads into what our subject is today. And that's the Lord guarantees to show up. I said the Lord guarantees to show up. I would think this morning is determined to walk with God day by day. No matter what the day has in store, you can turn to the Bible for strength and wisdom to encourage and give you hope. God guarantees to show up, and we need to know that God expects us to show up. I I, I looked at that word, uh, no-show, and it's in a lot of our job descriptions, and what is a no-show? It's when you're expected to be somewhere but does not arise or appear. Neither keeps nor cancels appointments. Failure to turn up for a performance. We see that more than you are aware of. You had no show policies at your job. And Pastor was just speaking this weekend about when Jesus was giving examples of ones who did not show up to the wedding feast. And you'll have to go back and look at that lesson. But God expects us to show up and we can depend on God to show up today. That word guarantee is a formal promise or assurance. Guarantee. You get a guarantee and you want it to have it written down in writing. You said I got to have this written down in writing. What how I pay for my car? How, how any type of agreement you have, it's a guarantee. You want to be guaranteed something will work. I, I, those two words that we're looking at today is show up and, and being able to know that you're guaranteed is going to happen. I thought again about that word show up. I saw it even in the doctor's office. If you, if you don't show up, you can be penalized. You can actually be charged for not coming. And in our nursing profession, we say you are a no-show. Well, today, we don't want God to be a no-show, and he he never will be, and we need to be able to show up. You can look at someone in your house, and you tell them, we're going to show up. You're going to show up for what God has you to do. Well, let's look at some things about God and how we know that God shows up every day. And we see so many times in the Bible instances, and starting even at the book of Genesis, Genesis 1, 5, and 8, NIV, it said God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. What are you saying, Pastor We're getting to a place in, in this part of the lesson where we see that God did what he did in creation one day at a time. One day at a time, we see that in the eighth verse, he called the vault sky, and there was evening, and there was morning the second day, and there was evening on Genesis 1, 13, and there was morning the third day, and there was evening, and there was morning the fourth day, and that's in that 19th verse. 23rd verse, we see there was the fifth day, and there was morning, and 31 day there was 31 verse, sorry, and there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. And we see in Genesis 2, NIV, that by the seventh day, God had finished the work he'd been doing. So on the second day, seventh day, he rested from all his work. I like that word rested, been looking at a lot of things and how God requires us to rest. And there's a difference between sleeping and resting. We need to have a place of rest in God. We need to have a place of of rest. And, you know, that's why God was not tired after he did all these things. But I believe God calling us today to honor that Sabbath, a place of rest, so that we're able to hear him. But in this verses, we see that God created. And a lot of times we try to get ahead of God. And we we try to handle things by the week, by the month, and even by the years. What do you mean, Pastor Ella? Well, right now we're already talking about 2024. We've covered the whole year and what God's going to do. But I believe God is impressing on us to live one day at a time. God wants us to do, and I mean, look—if it was. Good enough for God to do it in days He's good enough for us to do it days. What am I saying? Don't try to drag yesterday with his baggage and failures into today. No, don't bring the stress of yesterday. Don't bring. Don't. You'll be overwhelmed because God has designed this thing one day at a time. Exodus sixteen four N I V says, Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they follow my instructions. This was when God rained down manna out of heaven. And he said there, I will give enough for how many days? each day. Now on the day deviated was when he on on, their, on the day before the Sabbath he had enough for them to have that day so that they wouldn't have to go out and gather. But God said, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. I believe God's looking for a people that will follow his instructions today. God's looking for us to follow his instructions explicitly because it pays to follow God. But in order to follow his instructions, we have to know his instructions. What do I say? Don't drag tomorrow into today with worries and fears because we'll run out of resources, which is given day by day. You don't have the resources to deal with tomorrow's worry. Really. God has given you this day what you need. And, and you know, I'm breaking it down because I believe if we're gonna make it in 2024, and even the times to come, we're gonna live with the expectation that this day, God guarantees he's gonna be with me. God guarantees he's gonna make a way for me. So he, in Exodus 16, 21, NIV, he said, each morning, everyone gathered as much as they needed, and when the sun grew hot, it melted away. I believe we serve the same God. We serve the same God who gives us manna out of heaven. In fact, Jesus said that he was the true bread from the heaven. He was the true bread that satisfies us, that sustains us spiritually. And one lesson, we said, could you not give him but one, or at least an hour? Well, I see this. We give him one hour of, of intentional worship, a prayer, but we need to know and live in that anointing that God is going to take me through today. When you go by today, it's not as overwhelming. So the manna that they ate in the wilderness, it, it, it was for 40 years Can you imagine having the same meal for 40 days? But it was what they ate. And what they did was that they were able to be sustained. I believe God wants to sustain us spiritually. And the people will go out each day and gather enough for the day. I will test you each morning. And, you know, that's a routine there. That's something they did each morning they gathered. And God is saying this, do life in 24-hour increments. I was made to function to do life one day at a time. But how many of you know all of us have been guilty? We're already in the next week. We're already into six months from now. God said do life in what? 24-hour increments. In Zephaniah, the third chapter, in the fifth verse, NIV, he said, The Lord within her is righteous. Who is that? Israel. He does no wrong morning by morning. He dispenses his justice, and every new day he does not fail, yet the unrighteous know no shame. He's telling us that God does righteous. When? Morning by morning. Morning by morning, I'm going to make it easier for you. Because sometimes we've already written out a whole list of resolutions. You can just take that and throw it away and say, Lord, help me to eat right today. Isn't that a better deal? So we see how the Lord wants us to schedule this thing. He wants us in Psalm 68, 19, blessed be the Lord who daily load us with benefits. Even the God of our salvation, Selah, he said he daily loaded us. Now, I believe it's easier to to carry in a day what you need. And, And you know, when you take, you send children to school, you don't send them with enough lunch to last for the week. You send them with enough lunch, enough lunch, excuse me, to last for the day. So we believe in that. We believe that we can do the things that God wants us to do day by day. And I was looking at something. Maybe I heard this, but uh, Bruce Lee has said this, and he's a real famous there, martial arts. He said he wasn't afraid of a man that knew 10,000 kicks, but he was afraid of a man who had done one kick 10,000 times. And I believe if we can do the same thing in God. If we know what to do every day, we'll be like that. We'll, we'll have more power in our life because we want to have God's knowledge. What do you mean, Pastor Ella? Half of all knowledge is knowing what you don't know. If you know what you don't know, then you can come to God and you say, Lord, I need this for today, and I don't know this, and I don't know all things, but God knows all things. So he daily loads you with what you need. If he daily loads you, he's going to give you only what you need for the day. But aren't you glad that he guarantees that you have enough to come back tomorrow? We look at Matthew, the sixth chapter, and the 11th verse in, in the NIV. He said, give us today... Our daily bread. You know, I, I never thought about this so close until I started studying this thing out a little bit more. And what he wants us to do is I believe we'll have a lot more peace because we got enough outside influence from the news, from the weather, telling us everything gonna happen the week ahead. We already know what next week's weather is, and you can start worrying about snow already. You know what? God has already gone ahead of us. That's why He can tell us, give us today our daily bread. How many of you know that's a simple prayer? Why? God knows how much you need and can carry. A lot of times we can't carry. I can't carry next year. You can't carry next year. We don't start as a child eating hamburgers right there in the nursery. You don't give your baby a hamburger when you bring him home from the hospital and say, now eat it, eat it. You, but you know, slowly, they learn how to eat, and slowly they can feed themselves. And they, and really, they get good at it too. <laughs> My son was here the other day, and he just wanted to load up some more, put it in carryouts. When you got carryouts at your house, you better know they learn how to eat, and we're able to pray and believe God. Why? God designed us to receive natural bread daily, and it's He designed us to to receive spiritual bread, excuse me, daily. Why? Because we need to be able to pray in dependence on the Father. Why? Jesus knew how to pray in dependence. If you had everything you needed all at one time, then you could say, I've got enough for the journey, and that's all I need. You don't have enough food to last you for another year. Well, you're going to be going daily, and you're going to eat. A lot of us, we're going to eat. You find that difficult even when you want to fast. I mean, you know, by the time 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, the devil start bothering you. You hungry. <laughs> so, you know, even naturally, we don't want to go without food. We should have even a greater sense of the dependency of God. We should be able to have an appetite because if you don't go daily, you, your appetite may diminish and because you got to develop a taste for the word of God. You know, a lot of people will tell you, I don't have a taste for that right now uh, when it comes to natural food. But, you know, somewhere down the line, people can have develop a taste of where they don't feel like they need God. But we need him. We can't just worship him once a week, once a month. We need to be able to have a daily bread. Proverbs 834 NIV said, Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. Well, whose doorway are you waiting for? He said, Blessed. Blessed are you listening out for? Them? I, I know Pastor said something just the other Sunday about, about how I told him, you know, I said, look, don't talk to me. Then you don't say nothing. I'm praying. Well, I didn't want to get any of you ladies in trouble. So I thought I'd put a little disclaimer. Now, you make sure you're seeking God. <laughs> but if you're seeking God and, and, and he knows that he respects that time, then you know, I'm watching for God every day. How many of you are watching for him every day? You might have been watching for him at Christmas. You may have been watching for him at Easter. And when does he come again? Well, he ought to be coming more than twice a year where you're watching for him. And this scripture says, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. He didn't say watching once a year, twice a year. He said we should watch daily. How many of you want to watch daily? Not once a month. Asking God to meet your needs, what, each day because we see Jesus did. He said that we were blessed. We uh, look at our first outline, and we're all the way into some of the things, but I kind of wanted to put more into this one. I have a personal walk with this, your daily walk, because you can't say that you got everything you need. You know, sometimes you have some good prayer services. Sometimes you have some good spirit-filled meetings. You feel real good. Those are the days you want Jesus to come back. (laughs) Today, Lord, will be a good day for you to come back because I'm I'm feeling real saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, we can't say I got everything and I'll see you when I die. You're going to have to be able to be filled daily. You're going to be able to take up your cross daily. Luke nine twenty three, NIV said, then he said to them all. Somebody say all. Pastor, you're out there. And whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. Who is he talking about? He said all. He didn't say just the lay person. He said preachers and teachers and... He said every one of us. You said, well, didn't Jesus die on the cross? Yes, he did. And yes, that is finished. But we need to have a life of submission day by day, laying down our rights and, and being able to die to ourselves. All day long. some It's easy to die to yourself for first, the first couple of hours. Ain't nobody talking to you. The kids at school. You've had your little prayer time. Nobody's in the house. And then the kids got to come back home. Then the husband steps in the door. You got to be able to do this all day long. Let God take care of the details in your life. Every single detail. You say when? Every moment of your life. Why? The Bible is the source of your strength and your wisdom. Not once in a lifetime. Not a lifetime, one lifetime event. You hear and you listen daily. A lot of people have forgotten even when they were saved. well sometimes people can't recollect it. sometimes with age you do forget some things. But we ought to be able to know and have some events in our life when we know we hear God and listen to him daily. He said this, my sheep know my voice and another they'll not follow. If you don't hang around somebody you're not gonna know when they're talking to you well you said well I know that was the devil well you've gotten used to hearing the devil's voice so you know him how much the more should we be able to know the voice of God you can't obey for tomorrow or next year you need to be able we need to be able to know that we're in today and if you're in today and obey. That's one you got. One out of 365. I think we're about 10 days in. now, And we should know that these last 10 days in 2024, I've been obeying God every day. I've been listening to God every day. So you you just can't jump in the next week. You can't do it. You can do what God tells you to do today. I know a lot of you all already into next week. <laughs> you know, I look, think about that movie Hidden Figures, and that man asked him, asked that young girl, that lady, about the space program, and he said, are we going to the moon? She said, we're already there. <laughs> well, that's a good thing to have vision. But right then, you got to know that it's a day-by-day process that got them to the moon, and it's going to be a day-by-day process to get us to 2025. And even years thereafter, if we tarry and if Jesus don't come. So if we learn to put these things in perspective and know that what you do see is what you do today. Receive from God what we give to God daily. Now what you want to say about that? I got to give God some daily? Yes, you got to put something in. If you go to the ATM machine, you're not going to take out something you hadn't put in. And I believe God wants us to put in more time in the Word. God wants us to put in more time in prayer and in relationship with him and hearing his word and, and being able like Jesus to have a dependency on the Father. In John five nineteen NIV, said Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, The son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing because whatever the father does, the son also does. You're talking about somebody who knew how to hang around the father. It was Jesus. You see, it was anybody that wouldn't have really needed He's the son of God. But if Jesus had to hang around in the presence of God, and we know he did that in his prayer life. He did it in his walk. And God wants us, I believe more than anything, God wants us to desire his presence and to know him. Because there's a lot of voices in the earth. There's a lot of voices in the earth right now. And if you're not careful, you'll not hear God's voices because there are some voices that are in this earth that are trying to out what? To to come to to really bring down what God's saying. You see say, why you say that, Pastella? Because you see it every day. You see it on the news. But Jesus gave them the answer. You can't do nothing. I can't do nothing by myself, and you can't do nothing by yourself. Get Get that in your mind today. All of this, I don't care if it's the children, I don't care if it's the husband, I don't care if you're going through illness, I don't care if the money low, you cannot do this by yourself. You know, it makes it easier. I I know one thing, you know, it's, it's just common to be able to have your backup plan. And most of the time, your backup plan is God, and your primary plan is you. But you got to know this, God is my source, just like Jesus. I only want to do what I see my father do. In fact, Jesus saw these things happening, the miracles occurring in prayer, a long time before he got out there with the people. Job said this in uh, Job 7, 6, NIV. He said, my days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. And they come to an end without hope. Now, jo- I want to take this point where Job said time p- passing fast. And he was talking about, uh, when he said weaver, he was talking about how that yarn was spinning, And he lo- and he could focus on that. And he said, this earth is it, it, moving fast. You can too. Don't you remember when you were at 10? Now, now, now you may be 50 plus, 60 plus, 70 plus. Time moves on. Time moves fast. And you find yourself saying, "Remember when or, the good old days?" And your heartbeat is reminding you, "Quick, quick, quick!" I don't mind sometimes it can just speed up, and you know. And what's so funny about this thing? When mine speeds up, my my my, uh, my little little watch that keeps time of my heartbeat, it he thinks I'm exercising, and, and you know I'm getting pretty tired, but I'm not on the treadmill and I'm not running. But the thing is. Your heart is ticking fast and the days are going swifter. And that's why it's so important that we need to live with the focus that Jesus had. Jesus knew his days on earth were few and that he had a mission to accomplish. And it wouldn't be, and he wouldn't be distracted. How many of you live with the with the that in front of you is like Paul did, that I finished my course. You know, we're concerned. I know when I was in college, I was concerned that I finished college. When I was in high school, I was concerned that I finished high school. But then we got off of those courses, and then we get on to a course. Well, I, I want to be able to have a certain age, and you want to be able to retire. We have so many goals, but our lifelong goal is to finish Our course in God.
0: Well, I know you enjoyed that teaching that you just heard. And we're believing God that for increase with you and with what God wants to do in your life. And the greatest increase you can have is making Jesus the Lord of your life. So right now I want to pray this prayer with you, especially if you've never done that before. This is your year. This is your time. So I'm going to ask you to repeat this prayer with me. Father God, right now, I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you paid the price. You died for me so that I could have life and life more abundantly. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of my sins and cleansing me of all unrighteousness. I am saved. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, you just started a brand new walk with God, we got some materials we want to give you to help you with your walk. You see on the screen, those are three mini books, and they'll help you to find out what it is to be uh, born again, what it is that you can have in him, and why you can pray in your prayer language. You see that QR code, you can scan that, and it'll take you to a video where we talk about becoming a part of the body of Christ, being in the family of God. And if you prayed that prayer, we say welcome to the family. And we encourage you to get in a good Bible, believe in Bible, teaching Bible, training church. And we got one, Reaching World Bible Church. And we just thank God. So you need to... have a place to where you can go and hear the word but where you can go and serve too as well and so you can do that right here at regional world bible church And if you want to help us to get this word out there are many different ways that you can do that you can sow into this ministry and we just thank god for opportunity that you can do it safely and securely you're going to see on your screen where not only can you mail your offerings if you're somewhere else but uh if you're safely and securely with a debit or credit card by cash out paypal or online giving we thank you in advance and so we want to pray with you that all your needs are met right now let's go to the throne room Heavenly Father, we just thank you as we raise our hand as a point of contact. Lord, we just thank you for your laws of seed, time, and harvest being put in operation in our lives. And Lord, we're just believing God for, for increase, a hundredfold increase uh, on our return. We say, Satan, take your hands off our stuff. it and let it go. We thank you for double for our trouble, Lord. What What the devil has stolen, he's got to give us double back. And we claim our inheritance. We claim our unsaved loved ones. Lord, send effective laborers by their pathway that they would hear and receive. And, Lord, we thank you for that. And if you agree with that, just say amen. That means so be it. Well, we thank God for you being here today. Next week, is going to continue this teaching that she started today. And so you stay tuned and you stay focused. We'll see you at the same bat time and the same bat channel. So God bless you. You have a great day. We'll see you on the next time.